The Tensor Podcast, a weekly talk show brought to you by two young professionals with diverse journeys and experiences. Join them on their adventure to explore the impact of innovation, technology, and personal growth on our society through varied perspectives. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Tensor Podcast. My name is Dev, and here I have with me is Vish. So, Vish, let me ask you this today. How many times have you looked at your social media already since you've been here recording? Um, I mean, I checked it right, right when I walked in, and then I tried to keep it away, but then the notifications keep kept coming in. Yeah, so yeah, you can... So I don't know if I kept count after that. <laughs> well, you gotta mute that when we're recording. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> So, like, what makes you look at it that much? Is it just a notification or what is it? I think if I... That's a very good question. I think if I don't look at the notifications, I feel like I'm missing out on, like, a big part of an event that's happening in the world, even though there's probably not happening at this time. Maybe there is, yeah. but I just feel like if I'm not looking at my phone, checking for notifications from people or from apps, I don't know. I feel like I'm just missing out on, on the whole... Uh, communication yeah i know and like it's it's funny you say that because over 2.5 billion people now have phones mm-hmm. and notifications and social media is what runs their life exactly especially during covid now oh it's increased so much everyone is on their phone because they're at home what are they going to do right right like usually when you're at, when you're at work or you when you're when you're going out and pro- possibly even socializing with people you try to put your phone away out of respect out of respect exactly but now when you're just home then majority of the times even if you're working you're constantly distracted by another factor which is your phone or the content you're consuming social media and aspects of such i mean a lot of apps send notifications like i said to sort of maybe simulate the feeling of a human interaction oh yeah like like they send these messages like Oh, true, because, like, it wouldn't be a real person messaging you. It would be, like, a notification, like, there's an event near you, or it's someone's birthday, or, like, XYZ liked this post, and it's not them communicating directly with you. Exactly. But the social media app makes you think and gives you that fake human interaction. Exactly, and I think that ties back into how, right now, during COVID, people really lack that human connection. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and when apps are just built or designed to simulate that effect, it really impacts how we interact with the world and how uh, various social media apps are interacting with us. It's it's funny because it's the ironic the ironical part here is push notifications came out so we would look at our phone less. It would be like a curated data of my phone, and I'd be like, "Oh, this email, okay, whatever, I'll take care of it later," and put my phone back in. But now. It's like a collective data of things you want to see. It's it's a random data of different things. Could be Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And it gets you excited when you wake up in the morning, look at your phone and look at these notifications. And I think that is a big driving factor of you looking at your phone. Exactly. Like you said, the, the company that came out with that strategy is no longer a big uh, competitor in this phone market. But um, it, it does simulate that whole impact of... A connection so if someone in your network or someone that you're connected with 
does something, likes a picture, uh, puts out some content, you get a notification right away. So you're sort of forced to get involved in what your connection is doing and what the people in your in your overall network are doing. Yeah, because if you don't, there is that fear of missing out. Exactly. The FOMO effect. Exactly. And I feel like <laughs> that's what drives the social media aspect of everything, right? Because if you don't watch a TV show, you, for example, WandaVision, you'd miss an episode of WandaVision next day you you're you want to talk about it and you can't because so you're going to sit on it and discuss with people social media movies new movies comes out same aspect games news mm-hmm. major events everything has now incorporated fomo in such a way because if you don't watch or be in that event you're going to know everything that's going to happen eventually and you're missing out that wow factor right exactly now i'm going to bring in another aspect so like you said wonder vision it's primarily only available on Disney Plus. So now I actually don't have Disney Plus. So when you talk about WandaVision, I really don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. So now that that sort of pushes me into getting into all the subscription uh, channels. So now a lot of these uh, platforms are capitalizing on the fact that people will be missing out and and that just drives their business. Yeah. I mean, like, honestly, all of the movies and all, there's no spoiler restriction now. They'll post the spoilers within a few days because they don't care, like, about it. Either you have that, you come to our platform or you don't. Exactly. And a lot of businesses do this, take care, like, take advantage of this. But there's another pressure of social media, and that is the facade of living an unattainable life or living Mm -hmm. the best life, like... For example, like you're on TikTok and stuff, and there's a big trend right now, especially because everyone's stuck at home, but there'll be videos of people on these beautiful beaches, on Mm -hmm. these canopies. Which I don't know how they got to these beaches. I mean, let's just say they're nice people and they recorded them pre-pandemic. Exactly. But who knows? (laughs) But you never know. That's the big thing, right? You never know when it was recorded, how it was recorded, who recorded it, is it really their life, or... Is it just something that they're portraying to the media? It's so easy to to be to be pressurized into living your best life, but your best life doesn't get doesn't get defined by the lives on social media, yeah. right? And you need to define your quote unquote best life. Exactly, and like the, a lot of these pressures, especially in younger ge- teens and like the younger generation, the youth, as one would say. <laughs> Like, they're getting a lot of, like, anxiety and, like, depression while watching this because in their heart, they feel like that's something that's unattainable for them. Mm-hmm. And it, it affects their mental health in ways that it social media wouldn't affect before. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's so hard for them to avoid any of this either because they just keep scrolling and scrolling, either be on TikTok either, or be on Instagram or whoever uses Facebook now, Facebook, but it's just a never ending cycle. Yeah, I know. And like for Facebook, it's funny because in the West, Facebook isn't used as much as Facebook is used in Asia. Asia, Facebook Mm -hmm. is basically their internet. Some people don't even Google news or anything. Facebook is their marketplace, their news, their YouTube in some cases, and their Twitter at the same time. Exactly. And what Mark Zuckerberg has done with Facebook, 
he has basically created internet exactly within an internet it's kind of like an inception kind of thing. yeah but now see another point that you brought up was there are apps that now that youth have been uh completely engaged in or just dived into but then i think like i feel like facebook has become a space for the older population to come into the app yeah and so they have sort of taken the whole uh, space or the void that the youth youth have left behind yeah I know because like I still remember back in the day I would force my parents to like be like oh get and get on Facebook you know we can post photos and stuff and all of that and now yeah, I, I feel like maybe that was not a good idea yeah right? I, I know <laughs> I, I apologize for our entire generation there but <laughs> now I don't I rarely use Facebook the only thing I use Facebook is for selling stuff like exactly I'm mostly on Instagram but and Twitter you're still there yeah but I'm still there exactly and I think that's how these social medias like companies force their product because we are the products because mm-hmm. if we want to be connected to someone and we want to invite them to groups or share photos with them we're going to ask them to make an Instagram account right. make a TikTok I mean that's how I made my TikTok account right just so someone could sh- send these funny TikToks to me so I can watch them right mm-hmm. and that's I think what a lot of these social media companies are leveraging there could be negative aspects to this whole element of social media and people being completely involved in that aspect. So let's try talking about that. So with social media like there's a lot of peer pressure that comes into play because people are posting about a certain event or a certain cause and even if you don't believe in that cause, you're going to talk about it. You're going to actually you want to talk about it. You're just going to post about it. just to be part of the system right exactly and it could be for example like if you're in high school or if you're in university or even at work you know like there's a society or a group that has a certain agenda and just cuz you have friends or you want to be part of that society or that working group you're going to post even if you don't believe in it because there's that peer pressure that if my coworkers and my friends are doing it I'm going to do it too even though I don't believe in it right right and moreover like there's also social media trends like the tide pod trend where kids or teens were eating tide pods and were hospitalized or the salt on ice where you would right. put salt on your skin and then ice you would get like ice burns or frostbites right and those were harmful i mean the, it's a fun fact for people who don't know if you look up hashtag self harm on instagram it comes up with actually a warning that if and tells you that if you're going through something difficult instagram will actually send you a list of resources and you have the option to click get support or see these posts anyway mm-hmm. which social media is also doing its part in trying to combat right these things but at the end of the day it's already affecting your mental health and disrupting your daily life so it it is something that can go south really easily. Right, right. And and cyberbullying doesn't always mean someone targeting a, a certain person. It could also be completely indirect like you mentioned. And I think that people still need to proceed with caution or or have that ability to choose what path they want to take. So let's talk about various strategies people can take to relieve the pressures caused by social media. And and like we're going to follow these too by the way. right exactly yeah 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 for yeah, sure yeah. we're yeah we're going to practice what we preach so where would you start so the first thing i would actually do is take, 
step away from social media at times mm-hmm. and i actually do that like uh this is something i actually do that it's okay to have your phone in your living room and you in your bedroom just reading a book or like mm-hmm. playing a game just just concentrating on that one thing you're doing you know i always believe in work hard play hard if you're working on something you know 100% mm-hmm. when you're playing something 100% so you right. know world's not going to end if exactly your phones <laughs> in the other room for yeah. 10 minutes right and and take those small breaks start with 10 minutes 15 minutes if you're if you're a kind of person who always have their phone on them but you know increase that time you know have blockages something i do is i don't try to post or do anything on a wednesday I okay. have this rule where Wednesday I'm going to try to avoid making stories is still fine right. but I'll try to stop making content Interesting. or putting out things from myself on a Wednesday. And mm-hmm. the reason why I do it on a Wednesday is cuz it's the middle, middle of, of the week. week. Yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of like a nice break and right. that's what I do. Yeah, I step right, away. Right, right. Uh one other thing that I was uh sort of looking into was apparently phones Android and I- iPhones have the capability to turn your screen into grayscale. Oh, oh. The reason why this is important or interesting is that a lot of the notifications have are based on color schemes. So they have those pop up in in red colors or colors that drive attraction to right away. So that once your attention is there, uh, it's it, you have to open it. Yeah. There's no way that you don't open it, right? So one interesting way is to turn your screens to grayscale. I doubt I I will take that direction. A lot of people might not, but if that is something you want to try, I think knowing about it is very critical. Yeah. Um and that exactly drives into being selective, mm-hmm. right? Like I think that people need to it's impossible to manage everything. So people need to figure out which ones to go first and then and then sort of prioritize wh- what they want to attend to. And attention to all of this um is really important because you need to be able to select your your network right and there's a saying where your net worth is your network so when you are trying to follow people or when you're trying to consume content from people try to be as selective as possible because without that you just have a plethora of information a plethora of people to follow and you again you go into the you get sucked into the drain um of of following a lot yeah. of people are not being able to consume quality content. Yeah. And now the other thing is less is more. So post when you really have something to say. Mhm. And posting many times a week could actually lead to more pressure because every time you post something you want to see what kind of reaction true, true. you're getting from 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 people, your network. Um so I don't think you should worry about the quantity, rather worry about the quality. Post the what uh causes that that affect you post post about things that you want to promote mm-hmm. or post about um authentic content that you want to sort of put out there and uh post about things you want to try something new as well yeah. so and i mean like on that aspect too like there are a lot of instagrammers or social media p- folks who use social media t- to teach right like like right. there are a lot of different avenues where you can actually learn how to dance how mm-hmm. to draw how to use photoshop how to use woodworking skills mm-hmm. basket weaving yeah look it up guys basket weaving instagram is actually a thing where they teach <laughs> you how to weave a basket i didn't know about that interesting and a lot of people use the instagram live feature 
to actually teach like i've been to one where they teach dance moves mm-hmm. on an instagram live and you you and on an instagram live they don't see you you see them so you just follow along right. and you could actually learn something or spread the wealth you know you could try teaching right. people through instagram live like if you're a good artist you know use your artistic creative skills mm-hmm. and teach them and the next thing is like when you're doing these things you know you got to be authentic you got to be your true self try to show who you actually are because the more you show who you actually are the more you'll be connected to people who show themselves as their true self right right cuz if you show yourself as a fake person or throw a facade you're going to be connected with these people mm-hmm. but if you talk about positive things you know meet people that are like-minded like you you know the connections grow and meaningful connections yeah, grow yeah and right. being genuine and true to ourselves sometimes can be so refreshing because for example if i post a picture of me photoshopped on a beach right and people comment being like oh wow dev you're at a beach and all of that this is amazing in my head i'm like oh cool i'm getting comments and likes mm-hmm. but in my subconscious mind it's also there's this factor where i'm like but i'm not really at the beach so would these right. comments matter or these likes matter yeah. yeah if i posted myself at home and right sure subconsciously it's it's there in the back of my own mind but it's actually affecting you in the long run mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that is another thing is don't compare your followers or likes or comments to someone else you have no idea right what path they took to get there yeah. right yeah. what where they're coming from their backgrounds everyone is unique everyone's diverse so be proud in what you're putting out be proud in your authentic content and things will grow if people support you and you're passionate and love what you do you will grow eventually mm-hmm. that's a really really good point so i guess when you do put out authentic content or quality content um the growth might not happen right away so when that happens i guess it's really important to continue to stay uh consistent and patient at the same time but during that period do not let the pressure of social media affect you With that, let's conclude this week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and uh, hope to see you all next week on another topic that affects our lives and per usual, keep your neurons running. <laughs>